Welcome to the Google Ads for Service-Based Businesses podcast. Brought to you by AJ Duna. My name is AJ Duna. I'm from Birmingham in the UK. Um, I specialize in digital marketing. In particular, I run uh, Google Ads campaigns and I've been doing that for the best part of the last 15 years or so. Um, my clients span across mostly UK as well as uh, US and Australia. I use Google Ads to help service-based businesses to generate leads, bookings, appointments, uh, quotation requests, and so on. So anything that uh, service-based businesses might actually require. So for example, you know, in the legal services, whether you're a lawyer, solicitor, dentists, uh, people in the DIY trade, websites that provide uh, quotations or valuations or financial services, then that's, those are the types of businesses that I use Google Ads in order to drive uh, quality leads, bookings, and appointments. So if you're a service-based business, then you're in the right place. And uh, what a great start. So what is this podcast all about? In this podcast, um, I'll be delivering weekly episodes on topics all about Google Ads, um, such as, you know, what is what is Google Ads? How does your business get listed onto Google Ads? How do you run a Google Ads campaign? How do you pay Google? Um, what's the difference between Google Ads and search engine optimization, which a lot of people have heard of? How to research your competitors? And that's you know, a really important point that if you want to be advertising on Google, not only do you want your campaigns to be really good and powerful and performing for you, but you also want to see what your competitors are doing. So I'll be showing you ways of ethically spying on your competitors. That's right. You know, there are a lot of ways which you can find out exactly what your competitors are doing and what sort of keywords they're uh, bidding on um, and what type of ads they're using. There's so much intelligence that you can find out all above board, of course, yeah. So essentially, I'm here to help you set up Google Ads and run your Google Ads campaigns to drive a consistent stream of leads, bookings, and appointments for service-based businesses. Primarily, even though, even though I'll be primarily focusing on Google Ads, I will also be talking about other forms of digital marketing, such as SEO, Facebook ads, and so on. Mostly, uh, it's going to be myself talking. Occasionally, I will have guests coming in. So it'll be a bit of a mixture of um, myself together with um, a couple of uh, guests, which I might, may invite from time to time. And this brings us to what is Google Ads? So in just before I carry on, um, Google Ads in June 2018, uh, before June 2018, was called Google AdWords. So, you know, almost two years later, uh, people are still referring to Google Ads as Google AdWords. It's just one of those terminologies that sort of stick with you. No idea why Google decides to change terminologies, um, but they do. They've got quite a habit of that, doing it from making some changes without... Um, explaining really why they needed to change it or even getting them buy-ins from people as to why they've changed it. But hey, they do it. As much as I love Google, um, it's one of the things that you just got to stick with. 
So Google Ads it is, yeah. So Google Ads is a platform whereby people pay Google to advertise their products or services onto. So one of the most common ways to do this is by using pay-per-click, which is also abbreviated to PPC you may have heard of. So, um, and just to make the thing even more complicated, it's also known as paid ads. Uh, just another terminology, which means that you're advertising on Google on a paid basis. So it's not something that people are going to be clicking on forever and you won't need to pay anything. You know that the people who are advertising on the top spots of Google are doing some form of payment towards Google. So what is the difference between Google Ads and SEO? Let me start off with that because... We jump into um, Google Ads sometimes and people just got these two sort of terminologies stuck inside their brain that, hey, I thought SEO was, uh, you know, getting listed on the first page of Google. Um, but what it's, what's really important is to understand the actual anatomy of the Google page. So when you do a search on Google, it all seemed like it's all coming from one source. So it's one massive big listing. Uh, so you might go to Google and search for, for example, lawyers in London, or as our US friends might say, you know, attorneys in London or attorneys in um, Los Angeles or whatever. So essentially you're trying to look for a service uh, in a location. So when you look at the Google page, what you'll notice is that the, f the first four ads that you see are usually uh, paid ads. So they are there because somebody has implemented a campaign in Google ads in order to get listed in the top four slots. Uh, so what you'll also see is that the top four slots have got a little symbol on the left hand side and it just says ads. And it's a very subtle symbol. Um, and um, the only reason it's there is to just emphasize to you that these are actually paid ads. Some people do distinguish between paid ads and organic ads, and some people don't know the difference. And they just click on any ad or the first ad that appears or the first few ads that appear. So the top four ads that you see on the Google page are usually paid ads. Um, so controlled by Google ads. Then uh, if you're typing in a location, like for example, lawyers in London, um, what you'll see is that the second section may be a map with a few listings inside it. Those listings are controlled by um, Google My Business. So it's, it's a different way of getting your website listed or your business listed within that section. It's not necessarily paid, but it, you have to go through a different process in order to get your business listed within the that section, which is controlled by Google My Business. And it's just a, a small process of uh, opening an account with Google My Business and getting your address verified by Google. And then there's various forms of optimization you can do to get your business listed within that section. The third section that you'll see within Google, if you keep scrolling down, is usually the organic results. Um, so the organic results, 
the, the way businesses list their website within that section is through a process known as SEO. SEO stands for search engine optimization, which a lot of people may have heard of, but don't really quite understand exactly what it is, or some people do understand what it is. But so basically with organic listings, every time somebody clicks on any one of the listings, it's free. You don't pay Google a penny. You don't pay anyone anything. So if you're listed within the organic section, especially on page one, where you're likely to see the most amount of clicks from, um, people can click on that a million times and you won't pay anyone a penny. So that begs the question that, you know, why don't we want to be listed in the organic section as opposed to the paid section? And the, the very simple answer is that it takes a very long time to get your business listed within the organic section. So you could be um, optimizing your website for months and months, if not years, for your prime keyword, for your best keyword. And there's no real guarantees of when you are going to appear in the organic section. It just takes time and a lot of hard work. So... Um, also, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go into more benefits about Google Ads shortly, but every time a business re releases a new service, it's not possible to instantly get it listed within the organic section. It really does take time. The, the other section you'll see at the bottom of the Google Ads page is again your paid ads. And over here, at the right, at the right, at the bottom of your page, you'll see a maximum of three ads. So in total, paid ads, there are there can be a maximum of seven slots on the Google page for paid ads. So you could be listed in position one, two, three, four, which are the top positions, or at the bottom of the page, which is position um, five, uh, five, six, and seven. Sorry, losing my count there. But uh, position five, six, seven. So, yeah, and that's uh, where uh, your paid ad will be listed. The great thing about paid ads, as opposed to organic results, is regardless of what page you're on on Google, so if you're searching for anything and you go to page one, and if your ad appears in any one of those uh, slots from one to four or five to seven, when you go to page two, your ads will still be there in exactly the same position. You go to page three, your ads will still be there. So it's a great way of of um, promoting your company or your business on, on Google, regardless of what page you're on. So it's not like many people do go to page three, four, and five, but it's just good to know that um, if they do, your ads are still going to be visible on Google at that same position. So that nicely leads me to say, you know, why Google ads? And there's a few things that you need to know about Google ads to help you understand why people, why there's such a buzz and about Google ads, why people are spending you know, tens of thousands and millions of pounds on Google ads. Um, and, or even Google for, for that sake, sorry, it's not just Google ad, but you know, on Google, why is, why is Google so popular? Um, for starters, it has, 
and it's 2020 currently, and it has 3.5 billion searches per day. That's 3.5 billion searches per day. And uh, a recent survey by Search Engine Land in 2019 shown that 63% of people said they clicked on search ads, which are the Google ads. So Google is searched for generally about 3.5 billion times a day. So there are 3.5 billion searches on Google searching for various products or services. And 63% of people said they clicked on the actual paid ads, the search ads. Uh, so in comparison, Facebook has around about 2.4 billion active users per day, which is still a hell of a lot. Uh, the only main difference is um, with Facebook, they are the people aren't necessarily searching for your services. It could be that they're surfing, they're on Facebook because they're just looking around to see what people are doing, uh, trying to get some information, and your ads appear. And so you're really disrupting their behavior in order to take them from Facebook into whatever um, whatever platform you want them to, like your website or a lead form or whatever. Um, whereas with Google Ads, you know that if somebody's done, if somebody's conducted a search in Google Ads, they have expressed an explicit interest in your products or services. They are what you call in-market audiences. Uh, whereas unlike, say, Facebook, they may or may not be looking for your products at the time, but you're disrupting their behavior. So I'm not saying Facebook doesn't work. Facebook is absolutely brilliant. It's it's a fantastic platform. So um, it's not a substitute for Google Ads, but it does run in a very different manner. So what you'll generally find is people who are searching Google are there because they are there because they want to solve a problem or a pain, or they're trying to find a solution to something, such as a service that you may be providing. It's also good to know that with Google Ads in particular, you've got full control of your budget. So you decide how much you want to spend every single day, um, and not only how much you want to spend every single day, um, but how much you want to pay Google every time somebody clicks on your ad. With Google Ads, you can get your business listed with typically within 24 hours. So if you've got a, a website and um, you want to advertise on Google, you want to generate some traffic to your website. So in the example that I've used, if you've got, if you're a lawyer based in London and you want people to visit your website because you want to sign up some customers uh, who are looking for your products or services. So they're looking for lawyers within London. Um, with SEO, it's going to take you months, if not years, to be listed at the top section of Google. With, with Google Ads, you can be listed within 24 hours, if not the same day. Google does say that you know it can take up to three working days, but hey, three working days compared to three months, yeah, I'll take that any day. So that's one of the prime um, uh, benefits of Google. So not only, not only that, but if you've opened up another service, so as a lawyer, if you were specializing in uh, uh, divorce cases and uh, all of a sudden you want to start uh, marketing your uh, car injury services, so people who are looking for car injury lawyers or car injury, car injury uh, attorneys, then 
literally you just log into Google and your ad can start appearing on Google. You can start getting traffic for uh, car injury, uh, car injury lawyers or car injury solicitors on the same day, if not within 24 hours. So, and so, so you can, it's, it's very quick to experiment. It's very quick to launch campaigns in terms, uh, in terms of what new services that you might have, as well as deciding, Hey, this service over here, we no longer want to promote that anymore. So let's put a pause on that. So you really got full control over, um, your listings of what appears on Google, how much traffic you want and how much you want to spend. So this nicely brings me onto how does how does Google work? How does Google Ads work? So what happens is that Google works in an auction type of a system, a bit like a car auction. So you need to place bids on how much you are willing to pay to get listed at the top of Google. Um, so with a car auction, basically the more you pay, um, the more chance you've got of um, buying that car. With Google, it's a similar type of process, uh, but just a lot more complicated. It's not just based on bids. There are other factors, which I will go into in, into details uh, in, in just a few moments. So the way it works is as follows. Let's say, for example, you can assign a budget to Google. You can say that I want to spend 50 pounds a day for my ads to be listed on Google so that I want to drive traffic to my website. Then you set up um, a combination of keywords which are relevant to your business. So it could be lawyers in London, um, uh, solicitors in London, um, divorce lawyers in London, car injury lawyers in London, and so on. With each one of the keywords, you assign a bid price. And this is how much you're willing to pay Google. Every time somebody searches for that keyword, and clicks on that keyword. So that bid price could, for example, be two pounds. Um, I have exaggerated a little bit. It's not two pounds in for lawyers. Usually it's a lot more than two pounds, but just for the sake of this podcast, let's just assume it's two pounds. Yeah. It keeps things nice and easy. So you've told Google that how much you want to spend per day. You've assigned your keywords, some, uh, some bids. So how much you want to pay Google? in order to get uh, listed at the top of Google. Then finally, you write some ads. The ads is what users will see when they type in your keywords. So if you go to, if you go to Google and type in lawyers in London, you'll see lots of different ads there. And the copy, the text that they see is called ads, ad copy. And you can control exactly what ad copy appears on Google. Now assume somebody's gone to Google and typed in the keyword lawyers in London. Google uses a complex algorithm to determine whether your ad should appear on the Google page and if so, at what position. So it doesn't necessarily need to show your ad. So even though you're paying Google, it does not necessarily need to show your ad depending on various factors. So at this point in time, you're not charged. You're not charged a penny. Only when users click on your ad, are you charged? So if I type in lawyers in London and I read your ad, if I don't click on your ad, you will not be charged. If I read your ad and I like what you're saying in your ad and it seems to be relevant to what I'm looking for, 
if I then click on the ad, I get taken to your website at that point in time. In this case, Google would deduct two pounds from your daily budget. So this sort of process carries on until your daily budget runs out. When your daily budget does run out, your ad simply stop appearing for that day only. If, if for whatever reason you haven't utilized all of your budget, all that happens is that it just that budget stays in your pot and it just gets rolled over to the to the to, to the following day. So you don't actually end up losing uh, your budget. It simply just gets rolled over to the next day. A fantastic thing about Google Ads is you can target your customers in a whole variety of ways. So it's not just keywords. It's not just keywords that are relevant to your business. In addition to that, you can put additional layers on top of this. So you can, firstly, you can specify what parts of the world or your country or town or city or zip code you wish to target your ads to be shown in. So if you're based in London and you only want to attract businesses in London, then you can tell Google that, hey, I only show my ads to people in London. As a result of that, um, you're not wasting your ads or you're not wasting your budget advertising to people who might be in Scotland who are unlikely to utilize your services. So that's another way of reducing your budget. So you're not spending, you're not wasting your clicks, but you're targeting your customers depending on where they're physically based. So another way you can target your customers is overlaying it with audiences. So with audiences, you can specify, for example, I want to target homeowners or I want to target, or I, or for example, I don't want to target people who are um, in market for renting a home. So, because you might find that it's not really your target market for whatever reason. So you can actually exclude audiences. So somebody who's looking at for lawyers in London, in this case, uh, if they're renting a property, you might decide that um, you want to exclude them. It's just an example. Um, so not only that, but you can also target by demographics. So you can say to Google that I want to target an age range. So I want to target my ads to people who are now like 25 plus or, or within 45 to 55, I think the bracket is. Uh, so there's various age brackets that you can specify that I want to target my ads only to this audience. So again, what you're doing, you're, in, you're enhancing the quality of your ads by serving them to your right audience and you're not wasting your budget on audiences who are unlikely to convert into uh, an inquiry or a customer. Furthermore, with Google Ads, you can also specify what days of the week your ads appear, what time of the day they appear, and so much. So you've got so much control. And this is just the beginning. There are so many different ways of targeting in Google Ads, which I will cover in future episodes. So hopefully you'll subscribe to my podcast and keep up to date with a new podcast that I'll be releasing, which will be giving a lot more information as to how you can improve the quality of your ads and your targeting. So this then brings us to, well, how does Google work out? 
who to list at position one, two, three, four? Is it just based on bids, which I've already said it is not. So one of the main ways it does this is by using something called ad rank. Ad rank decides whether your website should be listed at, well, firstly, it decides what position it should be listed at, one, two, three, four, or at the bottom of the page, five, six, or seven. And then it, it also determines whether your website should be listed at all. So it could be that you're paying Google, but your website's not listed. So ad rank is calculated by your bid price, your maximum bid price. So whatever you've told Google that how much you want to pay multiplied by your quality score. I'm going to talk about this in just a few moments. So a bid, so again, just your, your, your bid price in our case was two pounds. Um, but you, what you have to remember is that your bid price is only 50% of the equation as, as to how Google will determine whether it lists you on, uh, on any of the paid search ads. And if so, at what position, what this, what this really means is technically you could be listed at a higher position than your competitors even though you may be paying less to be at that position. So it's not necessarily the case that somebody who is listed at position number one in Google is paying more than somebody who is listed at position two. It could be that the, the website that's getting listed at position one is paying less, but they've got a really good quality score as opposed to the website that's appearing at position two could be that they're paying more because their quality score is not as great. So it is an absolute major factor to determine uh, where your website actually gets listed and how much you're actually paying Google. So the types of factors that will determine uh, your ad rank uh, will be firstly, your bid price, which I've sort of already discussed. So in this case, we've said two pounds. Um, and that is like almost about 50% of the equation. The quality of your landing page. So Google is all about delivering quality, a great user experience to, to your potential customers. This is why Google has succeeded so much. They back in the days, or even now, there there are so many other search engines, which I won't really name at the moment because I'm, I'm sure we've all got our own collection of search engines. But they are primarily working on the basis of who pays more uh, gets gets listed higher. And this used to be so much more the case um, many years ago. It was all primarily based on bids. But Google have done an absolute fantastic job, which is why it's one, which is why it's the number one search engine because it returns relevant results. So if you're typing in lawyers in London, there's a very good chance that the listings that you'll see, whether they be in the organic section or whether they be on the paid section, they are going to be highly relevant to what you are looking for. So your landing pages is what page you are going to take people to when they click on your ad. So what you've got to make sure is that your landing page is absolutely brilliant in terms of how relevant it is. So it must be about, in this case, lawyers for London, must have a great user experience, great content, 
you know, so it's not the case that people are going to go onto your website and they're going to get off it straight away, which technically means that they've bounced. So it's called a bounce rate. Uh, so, so it's your bid price and the quality of your landing page. Not only that, but in addition to that, we've got the relevancy of the ads. So are the ads, is the copy in the ads that you've typed up relevant to the search keyword? So the keyword that the people have, uh, the, the, the keyword that's been searched for, in this case, uh, lawyers in London, does the ad copy uh, uh, represent that keyword or does it have any meaning or any relevance to it? Does it even mention um, lawyers in London? So that's, oh, you know, that's, that's a, an absolute gem of a thing that you can do in order to not only attract your right audience, but also to make sure that audience that you don't want, you're deterring them from clicking on the ad by making your ad a very high quality ad. So as a result of that, you're not paying Google for unnecessary clicks, which you know that are not going to uh, materialize into a conversion. So for example, if somebody's typing in a uh, free lawyer in London, uh, if you happen to put a price within your ad, so our fees start from X amount, then that person who's looking for a free service is unlikely to click on your ad, which means that you haven't wasted your cost per click and they've now clicked on another ad which may be more relevant to them. So another factor that's going to determine um, the quality of your ads, uh, your, your ad rank in terms of where you get positioned and how much you pay is your click-through rate. So how many people are reading your ad and clicking on your ad? So this is another major factor. So the better your click-through rate, um, the more chance you've got of, uh, of indicating or sending Google signals that you know, your ad is more relevant. So another factor is what ad formats are you using to enhance your existing ads? For example, telephone numbers, um, are you including telephone numbers with your, with your ads, um, location extensions? So if you've got an office or, or a showroom or a surgery, uh, whatever, so you can, you can actually, um, put your location details within your actual ads themselves. You can also put in something called site links. So site links are other links, which may form part of your main ad that might take people to other parts of your website. So for example, um, you might have a site link for contact us or get a free quote or so on. So essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to build an end-to-end -end quality experience for your advertisers. This now brings me to finally how you create a uh, Google ads campaign in the first, in the, in the first place. I will talk about this in a future episode, um, but essentially we can go to google.com forward slash AdWords and um, simply just sign up to their process and it'll take you through various steps. I won't go into that today, but I will cover that in a future episode. So thank you for listening. Hope, hopefully you found this um, episode, this podcast to be useful. I hope I've been able to provide you with a very high level understanding of how Google ad works, how you can target your potential customers and so much more. 
I'll be posting new episodes every week. So for the first 12 weeks or so, we'll be high level. Then, uh, then I'll be, after that, I'll be going into a lot more detail about each aspect of Google. So Google ads. So if you've enjoyed this, listen to this uh, podcast, please, please do leave me uh, an iTunes review and don't forget to subscribe. If you want to know more about my agency or how I can help you drive more sales, more leads, uh, please go to digitalpodcast.net. That's digitalpodcast.net. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Google Ads for Service Businesses podcast. Thank you. That was the Google Ads for Service-Based Businesses podcast with AJ Duna.